I guess I better put my the best Spoonman voice on I can. Ah, uh, yes. Now, I'm sorry. No, no, it's not Spoony. You're going to have to put up with me. Miles here in the chair uh, for the next few hours. Good morning and uh, welcome to this uh, 24th day of November. Yeah, it is exactly a month away from Christmas Eve. And I thought I'd just uh, throw that at you. How's your Christmas shopping going? You didn't have to crack it. You got your Christmas tree up yet? We've got um, two or three Christmas trees up here at the station. So uh, we're into it. Uh, and I notice around my suburb, I think there's about two or three. But it'd be just nice to see the place lift a little bit now uh, with Christmas on the way. So what have I got on the way here uh, this morning? Well, the telephone line's open. One triple three five three. if you want to give me a call. One triple three five three. if you think, oh, I can't talk to him. I don't want to talk to him. Uh, you can also go to uh, the text line, 0488-881073. That's 0488-881073. Ask anything, talk about anything you want, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll look at that. Uh, I'm going to have a chat to um, a person this morning who is – I've been chatting to this uh, particular alderman uh, for some time now, and uh, she has been on the front foot to try and get answers about something in Claremont. Now, I think you know what I'm going to bang on about. Um, the old Claremont Primary School, which is in Cadbury Road. Cadbury Road. Uh, what an absolute disgrace. What an absolute hole it is at the moment. So I'll have a chat this morning around about half past seven to Jan Dunsby, uh, who's an alderman uh, at Glenorchy, just to see what the hell's going on with it. Evidently, the plans have changed yet again. Uh, there was plans in the paper to do something with it, but that's fallen through. So I'm really going to be keen to see what's going on with that. And a bunch of other things coming up here this morning. Stick around. G'day. Welcome to it. It is uh, close enough to 6.15 not to argue. Good morning. This is Triple M with Miles here this morning. In for the Spoon Man. That is, um, uh, who were they? <laughs> just, on, just, <laughs> I don't know. Smash Mouth and uh, All Star. You idiot. You idiot. Uh, at um, A little later on this morning. I'm not going to tell you exactly what time. A little later on this morning, I'm going to give you a chance at uh, the, uh, the Triple M Virtual Christmas Tree. I had a winner yesterday. Uh, yeah, very, very exciting stuff yesterday. Uh, one of the prizes has gone. So are we going to do it again today? Between you and I, I think we can. Get the game card. Go to the Triple M uh, website, get the game card. And that is the most important thing. And listening as long as you can uh, for this. So, yeah, a little later on. As we get a bit closer to it, I'll tell you exactly what hour we're going to do it at this point in time. I don't know what I'm doing. Apart from wondering what this bloke's uh, up to. Uh, in the paper today, a uh, decision by a political rival to leave Senator Jackie Lambie's personal mobile number on a Facebook post has prompted a torrent of abuse and threats and forced uh, the Bernie Bay Senator to change her number. This is nothing more than dirty, bloody politics. Well, I'll get to that in a minute. The post by One Nation candidate Steve Mav, good old Steve, uh, included a text between a voter and a Senator Lambie that he claimed showed that she was telling voters one thing and the Senate chamber another. Now, according to Jackie, and and I quote, this is the lowest of the low and I feel it was done deliberately. This was not a mistake. She's called on uh, Steve Mav to man up and be honest that the move was deliberate. And uh, she goes on to say there's no need for this crap. And his response, Steve Mabb's response, uh, said the text message exchange he posted had been sent to him by the voter and he had posted it to highlight the senator's hypocrisy on the vaccine mandate debate. 
Now, you can read that full story uh, in the paper today, if you like. It's on uh, page six of the Hobart Mercury, or if you've got it online and make your own mind up about it. We uh, did reach out to Jackie for a bit of a chat, but um, unfortunately she's, well, <laughs> been a bit hammered at the moment, so I suppose she hasn't got a lot of time to have a chat to the media. And, of course, Steve Mavitt always have a bit of a bit of a chat if he could get on, but I'm not going to talk to him because I just think that's dirty low politics, frankly. That's just me saying that. Sorry, Steve. I don't know you, mate, but I just think that's that stinks. It's six. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, twenty-three degrees in Hobart for today. It is going to be a stunner up until about mid-afternoon when the uh, when the rain comes in. I have a chat at the moment to a bloke who uh, reckons that a thirty-six dollar fifty tip <laughs> is more than reasonable. Uh, I'm talking about um, uh, Bryce out here. He happens to be uh, the producer of the show, um, and I'll, I'll explain more in a moment. But um, yeah, I don't think thirty-six dollars fifty is a reasonable tip, mate, for three coffees. I worked it out overnight, mate. I worked it out overnight. I'm going to hammer you in a moment. I'm going to talk cricket, Triple M. I say good morning to you. This is Miles at Triple M. Taking care of uh, the gig for Spoonie, Triple M's Brian Carlton. But there is one person who happens to be here who is always part of Brian's show. And I, as I did yesterday, uh, I, I go, oh, excuse me a minute. I've just got to shut this up over here. It's just bad, but thank you. You blokes can sing in a minute. Just give me a moment to do this. Um, yesterday, you, you, you might recall I uh, gave um, Rachel from the Triple M newsroom a fair, uh, a fair intro. Right, okay, how about uh, we give you this? You ready for this, mate? Jesus Christ, seriously. Ladies and gentlemen, the greatest cricket journalist on the planet joins me right now in the Triple M studio. I'm talking about this bloke here. Reese Bryce. What is your first name? Bryce, isn't it? Yeah, Bryce works. Oh, hang on, I'll turn your microphone on. That's Andy too. Yeah, Bryce works, Miles. Reese, whatever you want to call me. See, see, we were having a bit of a discussion about this in the studio in, uh, outside yesterday, and I've some, I think I might have called you Bright. Uh, what is, so your name is Bryce? Yeah, the name my parents gave me was Bryce. Okay. Hang on, I'm just going to jot that down. <laughs> Because I was calling you Reese. That's okay. And everybody get... else out there was calling you Reese yesterday too. Yeah, Reese, Bruce, Bryce, and whatever you go and want so to call me. So realistically, now see that big intro I gave you is just up in smoke because we don't even know who you are. I like to keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, uh, thanks for coming in and having a bit of a chat. We're going to talk cricket in a moment, but um, uh, just very quickly, thirty-six dollar fifty um, tip that you believe is uh, adequate for going down and buying three coffees yesterday when I gave you fifty bucks. You didn't give well. You were very, very uh, loath to give me the charge. Well, yeah. What's going on there? Delivery fee. Surcharge, oh, delivery bloody tip. fee. Only I went down to McDonald's. I don't know if you. How want far to... is that? Oh. You're not Uber. <laughs> you don't know what I do in my spare time. Oh, mate, you were quite happy not to give me back the money, but he did. I, I will be honest. He did give me back the money, so it's all. In right. fairness, I've been so used to using cards. These days, Miles, that uh, oh, cash, you put it in your pocket and you don't even think about Here it anymore. We Here we go. Oh, I'm old school. I'm, up, I'm, I'm old school. I, I use cash. Still. I was before COVID as well. Yep. And then ever since COVID's come in and a lot of places are reluctant to use cash, mm. I think now that I have cash. I'm not lucky to have cash. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> it's just what I got out of the piggy bank and old money, old Marley money. Uh, look, um, let's let's talk about the cricket. Um, the first thing I want to do here today is um, uh, 
the whole Tim Payne thing. I'm going to leave it alone. Now, you can uh, you can drop me a text if you want to, uh, 0488881073 phone uh, if you want to, one triple three five three and say, what are you talking about? No, I'm going to leave the bloke alone. Because at the end of the day, he is getting hammered. And this week has been an absolute disaster for him. Tell us what happened yesterday at, at the game, firstly, uh, at Lindisfarne. Well, he got out for one yesterday whilst batting, an LBW decision. It was a little bit of an iffy one. He wasn't happy. Yep. But the biggest thing for Tim is his car got hit by a road cricket ball. So they do say bad things come in three. Pretty sure he's covered all his three this week, and hopefully he can move to a bit more positivity. I saw uh, I saw him on television, Seven Tasmania night, Nightly News last night, and he just just his face, it was like, what else can happen? Seriously. Uh, so that ball, that rogue ball that hit his car, actually came from the game he was playing in? Yeah. Wasn't yep. the ball that he hit? Oh, well, he didn't hit him. Hit no, a ball, he only he? got one, so it couldn't have been his six. But yeah, yeah somebody else's. He's now got to go to a detail and get a dent out of his front bonnet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, for, for those who know Tim, and uh, that, I know Tim's not listening at the moment, but uh, for those who do know Tim, mate, just just get on with it. You're one of the best in the in the country, if not in the world. That's all I'm going to say about it this morning, as far as I'm concerned. Hammer me if you want to. What about um, the Sheffield Shield? How do we go on that? Uh, we crumbled yesterday oh, at Bell Reeve. Do we get any good news here today? I don't know. You're going to have to find some, I think. <laughs> but uh, Jai Richardson, as you know, the Ash is hopeful. Yep. He uh, ripped through Tasmania yesterday morning. He took four for 53 from 28 overs as Tasmania fell from two for 210 to nine for 302. So they lost four for 16 in the first session yesterday. Holy moly. Yeah, not a great day Did for the Tigers. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Silk did, though. Uh, he got 73, so he was the reason that they dragged themselves to 317. So yeah. Jordan Silk did turn up yesterday and had a pretty good day. Okay, so it's really a case of going back to the change rooms and uh, doing some some head scratching and some soul searching. Yeah, WA are four for 170 at Stumps on day three with a lead of 258. So The chances of Tassie. Uh, well, you'd have to, it'd have to be a miracle, wouldn't it? It would have to be a miracle. So I dare say if you're going to head along to Bell Reef today, you might see Tasmania batting to save the game later this afternoon. Mm, okay, mate. What do you like at uh, playing cricket? Oh, when I can get on the park, I'm okay. But, are you? Uh, no. Batsman? Bowler? All-rounder? Oh. What are you? Well, I like to think of myself as a bowler, but uh, it's usually sort of left-arm pies. So, mm-hmm. okay. uh, it usually goes, you know where Tim Payne got his car hit? Yeah. That's usually where my balls end up, in the same car park. <laughs> <laughs> Just remind me never to take my car uh, to a game you're ever playing at. That's uh, why my parents park about... 100 metres away, so yeah. the ball doesn't get hit there. <laughs> um, what's your name again? Uh, Bryce, isn't it? Yeah. Bryce, thank you very much. Uh, Spoonie's uh, producer. We'll, we'll have a chat to you as, as the morning goes on if anything else breaks uh, yeah. cricket-wise. Miles, right? before I go, I just yeah. want to say good luck to our Tasmanians who have nominated for the AFL draft tonight. We'll keep a close eye on that, and hopefully we have more Tasmanians in the AFL. That's what we need. It is 628, Triple M. No, I'm not Brian Carlton. <laughs> Don't even sound like Brian. Triple M Spoon Man uh, off for a little while. I'm taking care of things. Miles here this morning. And we've got a packed show. If you want to uh, give us a call, you can anytime. One triple three five three. Fa- uh, you can text. Fax. God, I am old school. Uh, zero, <laughs> zero four double eight double eight one zero seven three. That's a zero four double eight double eight one zero seven three. In fact, I've got one here. Uh, came through a little after six o'clock about uh, vaxing kids. Um, and uh, it says... And I'll read as it as it uh, it, it uh, came through here. Save our kids, Spoonman. They got a right to education. I know four parents just in one class that are going to pull their kids next year if vaccine is mandatory. Fair enough. We all take a uh, a risk 
but uh, they're our future and we will not inject them with something they do not need. That is one of the texts we got this morning because uh, that's on the back of a story in the paper today about um, kids, well, uh, young adults up to the age of 18 being able to get uh, iPads and iPhones from the state government if they end up getting vaccinated. They seem to be taking it up, um, but um, uh, the, the there's a there's a bit of a doubt here at the moment. Uh, the start of term one for Tasmanian school students could be delayed next year if uh, COVID vac- vaccinations are appro- approved. Um, the government says so. I don't know. That's a, that's a bit of a hot potato, but we might deal with it shortly. And I'm also going to find out what uh, this La Nina weather effect is all about because I have absolutely no clue. So if I've got no clue, the Weather Bureau does. We'll find out if we can. Triple M. Two, 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 two. <sighs> it's around about uh, 6.40. This is Triple M. And it's miles in for the Spoon Man. Just uh, going to the story in the paper today and also that, uh, that little text I got a moment ago uh, on 04881081073 about uh, kids getting vaxxed. Um, and uh, at the moment, well, today... Uh, marks the f- uh, final day of a five-day vaccination blitz targeted at Tasmanian teenagers with hundreds of young people uh, turning out to state-run clinics in the recent days. Now, there's a chance to win uh, iPads and iPhones, Apple Watches, the whole lot. Uh, there's a young lady here in the paper today, Bella of Dodgers Ferry, who was among uh, one of those uh, to get vaccinated. Uh, she says she agreed the chance to win the prize was a bonus but said it was not the main reason for coming forward. Uh, she says it's uh, about looking after herself and looking after her family. So there's always going to be an argument about I know there are several people that I know personally uh, who uh, really do not uh, like the idea of getting vaxxed. And, of course, uh, we're being told it is the only way through. This is the only out that we've got uh, to start uh, stopping, to at least stop uh, coronavirus in its tracks. But uh, I think you're always going to come up against those who disagree, and this is the way society is right at this point in time. And as that um, that person mentioned a short time ago, uh, name unknown, on the uh, on the text, uh, if if this becomes mandatory for kids, they're going to pull their kids out of school. So this thing is not going to go away, and it's looking nasty. Oh dear, coronavirus, will you off? Thanks. Make life a lot easier. Triple M. It's about 6.45 and a very good morning. See Miles here at Triple M. Uh, doing it for Spoon Man. Spoonie's uh, just taking a little time off at, uh, at the moment. Hey, listen, after 7 o'clock, I'm going to call out a name. Now, this <laughs> not call names, call out a name for a chance to go to uh, the Vodafone uh, test in Sydney. Now, if you've been following us, you know that at the moment, the Vodafone Ashes, we're giving you a chance to take some mates uh, to Sydney. Uh, provided you download the listener app, you've got to do that, listener, L-I-S-T-N-A. Go to our website, get all the details there, download the listener app, and there's a chance uh, to take your mates to Sydney. We'll, t- we'll take care of everything, the whole lot. Uh, but I'll uh, get to that after after 7 this morning. Just, uh, this one seems to be um, gurgling away uh, to a point of uh, being probably something that uh, is going to be talked about a lot uh, today. This this business was with mandatory vaccination for kids at school. Uh, now, there was a, a text earlier, uh, save our kids, they've uh, got a right to education, and uh, this particular person knows four parents 
that uh, will be pulling their kids out of school if it becomes mandatory. Vaccination for kids becomes mandatory. Uh, Another one here, I concur with the person. I'll also be pulling my kids out of school if uh, mandatory vaccination happens. And also another one here saying that uh, the iPads, iPods, all that sort of stuff is, uh, is coercion. So uh, there's a bit of community res- uh, sort of arcing up about this. Um, but uh, again, this is the world we live in at the moment and uh, this is the, the track that the government is taking. Uh, so it'd be, I'd be curious to know exactly uh, how the community is feeling about kids uh, being vaxxed. And based on, <laughs> on two or three of these texts that I've got here today and also something that I've just received personally, uh, yeah, a lot of parents are not for it at all, at all. But um, where do we go from this? I don't know. I got a photo. It's thirteen to seven. A couple of minutes. I'm going to tell you exactly what I would be if I wasn't sitting in here doing this with you this morning. I'd tell you exactly where I'd be and what I would be doing, and you might think the same. Coming up soon. Triple M. Lady Rider. It's Dire Straits at uh, Triple M. Six fifty-two is the time. A little later on this morning, we'll uh, open up the uh, Triple M Virtual Christmas Tree. Had a winner yesterday, so uh, one prize has gone from it, so that'll happen after eight. After eight, stick around for that. Cricket tickets, not far away. Yeah, I was sitting uh, sitting back at home yesterday thinking, uh, oh, what could I talk about here uh, this morning uh, on the show? Uh, because it's, it's always nice to sort of bring a bit of your own life uh, into, into doing these shows. I'm bloody boring. I've got no, I, I absolutely got nothing in my life. You know what I did yesterday? I'll give you a prime example of, of just how boring I am. I went home, <laughs> played uh, ball with Luna Mustafi, then sat there and watched a movie, uh, which was on 7-2 or something or other, uh, and then uh, wandered around thinking, what will I do next? So, see, I can't, I can't bring that to the show, can I? <laughs> oh, seriously. I, well, I'll try and find something more exciting to do today to pass it on to you, but one of the things I think, if I, if I wasn't doing this, one of the things I think I might look at doing... And don't laugh, fruit picking. True story. And this goes back to uh, 1966. I was about five or six years of age. And uh, my mum and my nan used to pick hops in Molesworth up at um, uh, Sutton's Farm. I think it was Sutton's. Uh, anyway, the Bradshaw Sutton's all lived in, in that area. And I can barely remember it, but what I can actually remember of it, it was just fantastic because at the end of the day, everybody would gather and they'd all just sit and have a bit of a chat about the day. And uh, it was the camaraderie and friendship when you went uh, picking hops and doing that sort of stuff. It was just, uh, just amazing. And, uh, well, you can still do it now. I was just uh, reading the story about uh, Stuart Edwards, 74-year-old, in the paper today, page 7. Great story. Uh, he's not doing a lot with his life at the moment, but he says he would be happy to take on uh, fruit picking. Uh, he's registered with the Department of Primary Industries, Parks, Water and Environment for seasonal harvest work, and he's called for the unemployed to do exactly the same. Now, I'm going to give you the uh, website and details in a moment on this, and I think it's a great idea uh, just to get yourself out there. So many, uh, I'm not talking about all of them, but uh, many, many kids, many, many young people these days who don't have a job lay in bed till about 10 o'clock and think, well, uh, what will I do now? <laughs> Sounds like my life except it's not 10 o'clock in the morning. Um, but he says, as for the type of seasonal work he'd like to do, uh, he does, he's not fussy. He'll pick fruit, pack it, or even make meals for workers from overseas. How good is that? And that's what we're getting. We get a lot of overseas workers taking this stuff on. But how about we look in our own backyard? Um, and believe me, believe me, this is fun. It is fun. It's, it's tough work, but you get paid for it. So if you want to get some more details on this, it's great. 
Uh, uh, it's D-P-I-P-W, D-P-I-P-W, they call it D-P-I-P-W-E, uh, D-P-I-P-W-E.taz.gov.au forward slash harvest jobs. And uh, get into that because I think it's great. This bloke, 74, you got no problem with it at all. This is Triple M. Certainly does. And uh, good morning. Hope you're well. 24th of November, Miles in for the Spoon Man, and uh, I think it's time to have some fun. Oh, yes, I do. Ah, yes, I do. You got the listener app yet? L-I-S-T-N-R. And if you love your cricket, you're going to love this. We welcome it back. You and three mates could be the very first or at the three days of the Vodafone Pink Test at uh, SCG starting January 5th. This is after the Melbourne Test, so we're going to send you to Sydney. Uh, we'll pay for everything. Accommodation, the lot. You take a bit of spending money. We're not going to go all the way. Uh, to get on the standby list, you uh, wait for your name to get called out. You've got to load, download the listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R. Search Triple M Cricket. Just like, you ready for this? Nick Ledwell, Seven Mile Beach. Nick, get on the phone, mate, One triple three five three. He did it. Nick uh, downloaded it. 30 minutes to call One triple three five three to claim your spot on a standby list. You and your mates could be going to Sydney. The pink test at the SCG. Flights, five nights accommodation. And if you know Nick Ledwell uh, from Seven Mile Beach, get on to him right now and tell him this is happening on the radio as we speak. Hear every ball of the Vodafone Ashes stream at any time, anywhere on the Listener app this summer. The rivalry between Australia and England is set to explode December 26 to 30 in Melbourne at the MCG. And then on to Sydney, tickets on sale at Ticketek. The Vodafone Ashes, it just means more. So, Nick, get on the phone. Give us a call. Don't dilly-dally. I've got a clock around here somewhere. Sure I have. <laughs> I think it's here. Is this the clock? Thank God I found that. Go for it, Nick. Call us, mate. Good luck. This is Triple M with Miles. Good morning. Miles in for the Spoon Man. Uh, dress for 23 degrees today, but take your umbrella because uh, it'll be nice in the first bit. And then as we go through the afternoon, the showers will come in and they'll stick around too. So 23 and uh, a little bit of rainy stuff later on. Uh, you can text any time too. Uh, 0488881073 about anything. 0488881073. Uh, text line's going a little bit berserk about uh, vaccine kids. Uh, mandatory vaccine of, uh, of kids. And I'll get back to that before we get to 8 o'clock this morning. Um, and you can phone too, one triple three five three is my telephone number. By the way, uh, this bloke, I don't know where you've gone to. Uh, Nick Ledwell. Nick, come on, mate. Wakey, wakey. Um, the summer of cricket. Your name has been announced, buddy. Uh, Nick Ledwell from Seven Mile Beach. You've uh, got around about 20 minutes uh, left to phone us now. Get yourself onto the standby list to take your mates to Sydney for the Vodafone Pink Test at the SCG. Now, surely his mates are on to him about this. So, Nick, 20 minutes left, mate. One, triple, three, five, three. Now, uh, I'd say the Nick's mates and Nick have been to the uh, the old Telegraph Hotel in their time. I was just looking at this uh, story in the paper today. Uh, you're probably aware it's uh, been taken over and it's about to get a major, major facelift. Uh, it's been deteriorating over the last uh, 10 to 15 years in that area, according to co-owner Brendan Burke. Yeah, he said it's uh, time for something new, and I've got to tell you, they've, they've definitely got something new here uh, with it when you have a look at uh, some, of the, some of the designs. Uh, now, if you've ever been down to the waterfront, you've been to the telly, 
you know exactly what it's like. It's just a good old-fashioned pub on the waterfront, uh, lots of live bands, but it's about to change uh, big time. As uh, a fair big, fairly big uh, fit out coming, including a rooftop bar too, so it's going to uh, it's going to take itself up a few levels, without a doubt. But as um, Brendan mentioned there, uh, the waterfront area of Hobart has uh, been deteriorating a lot, and uh, I can kind of I can concur a little bit because I was involved in uh, working in a nightclub in on the uh, waterfront for a little while there, and you know, people being wheeled around in wheelie bins at five and six o'clock in the morning, and yeah, good, and, and just. A little bit messy. That's the best way of putting it. I don't, I'm not talking necessarily about the people in wheelie bins. I'm talking about the people lying around on the grass. Um, but anyway, I could go further with that, but the kids are listening. But I think, I think he's right. Anyway, um, all the details and uh, what it looks like um, uh, eventuating right now. But you can see something of it if you pick up the paper today, page three of the Mercury. Triple M rocks cricket. And this summer... The rivalry between Australia and England is set to explode. December 26 to 30, the MCG. Tickets on sale now at Ticketek. The Vodafone Ashes. It just means more. My producer, and I've got a producer, Bruce with an I, Bryce, tells me that um, Nick Ledwell from Seven Mile Beach is on the line today. Nick, how are you, matey? G'day, Miles. Really good. Yourself? I'm uh, I'm fairly good, mate, but you'd be a lot That's better, mate, because you have phoned back in the allocated time to take you and your mates to Sydney for the pink test. How about that? That's amazing. Yeah. Um, mate, thank you very much. Listen, uh, how many mates uh, do you reckon you'd have who'd want to go to this? I can think of about 15. <laughs> mate, you can only take three, so out of that 15, you're going to really get yourself into trouble here if you win this, yeah. you know that? Because the rest of them are going to say, what about me, mate? What about me? What about everything? All the things I've done for you? <laughs> They've all got a television. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that is a good way of looking at it, mate. Five nights accommodation. Uh, it's everything. We, we'll throw everything at it and uh, it'll be the, uh, a test match. Who do you reckon's going to take this out? I mean, would, would you be uh, putting your money on Australia? Uh, look, we're always a chance, but you've got to think there's been a lot of upheaval lately. Yep. Maybe it puts them on the ropes. Oh, absolutely. Would you like to see Tim as, as our glove man? Absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic keeper. One of the best in the world. I'd love to see him on the team. Let's he's hoping anyway. Um, and they're looking at I think I think who's who was um, being put up as uh, the captain uh, of the team. Was it Peter Hanscom? Uh, Cummins? Uh, yeah, Cummins. Sorry. And Steve yeah. Smith for the Smokey? That, yeah, that that could be it. Yeah, I, I couldn't recall. I, I I read it earlier today, but anyway, uh, it looks like he's uh, he's uh, He's got uh, the job, mate. Uh, you could be on your way to Sydney, mate. You have put yourself into the draw by downloading the Listener app. Well done, mate. That's amazing. Thank you very Hang much. Hang on the line. I'll put you back to Bryce. Might be sick. We'll do. Thanks. All right. 7.25. This is Triple M Miles here this morning. If you want to be part of that, all you've got to do is go to our website, triplem.com.au, and uh, have a look for the uh, Listener app. Download the Listener app. All the details are there, actually. All the information. Scroll through. But the most important thing is that you get it down. Listener app. Paul Kelly and the Messengers have <laughs> done all the dumb things. God, ain't that the truth? As your morning travelling, it's the uh, 24th day of November. Smack bang in the middle of Zivik, 7.27. Uh, around or not long after 8 o'clock, uh, I'm going to give you an opportunity to have a crack at the uh, Triple M virtual Christmas tree. Now, yesterday, one present went off it, uh, and it went to uh, Rachel of Apostle Bay. Well done, uh, Rachel. You've taken away one of the gifts. So we've still got heaps to go, heaps to go. So may I suggest, before we get to this, you download the game card from the Triple M website. Go to that, Triple M. There's a game card there. Uh, download it. 
And I've said this until I'm blue in the bloody face. Uh, the only way you're going to win this thing is to listen as long as you can. And when you consider some of the prizes, a couple of hundred bucks to spend at Centrepoint Shopping Centre, a couple of hundred bucks to spend on giftware, Kingston Locksmiths, Valhalla Ice Cream, a year's supply. Hello? Hello? Not bad, is it? So get your game card, go to the website, uh, and uh, good luck after 8 o'clock this morning. I'm about to have a chat to uh, an alderman from the uh, Glenorchy City Council about that disgraceful mess which uh, we used to call uh, the uh, the Claremont Primary School. If you live in the area, you know what I'm talking about. No, it's not Brian Carlton. I'm not Brian. I'm not the spoon man at all. Miles, 0488 If you want to text, phone, one triple three five three. doesn't matter. We're going to have a chat to um, Alderman Jan Dunsby from uh, the Glenorchy City Council in a few minutes' time about that... Uh, that mess that sits in Cadbury Road at the moment, uh, the, uh, the 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 old school. God, it's a nightmare. It really is. I've never seen anything quite like this. Uh, anyway, I'll have a chat to her and see. Apparently, she's got a scoop for us, something that um, I think might make you feel better about it if you live in the area. And while we're tarting the bart, <laughs> so to speak, tarting the city up a little bit, um, here's something I want you to have a look at. As uh, you come into the city and you swing right after that uh, new domain bridge, which looks terrific, I might add, that's where it ends. Have, if you can, have a really good look at this. Have a glance at the power poles to your left in amongst the overgrown grass. Now, I think on the other side of the fence, that's uh, the ABC's property. Now, forgive me if I'm wrong, Auntie, but if that's yours, how about a bit of a tidy up? A bloke with a whippersnipper. How about that? Can we afford that? Can we afford that? Just get somebody in there with a whippersnipper. But uh, the poles themselves look like they haven't been changed since about 1958. You want to talk about the Claremont Primary School being an embarrassment. This, these are, they're rusted. Uh, looks like somebody's forgotten them altogether. Uh, and this is the gateway to the city. I mean, seriously, are we that broke that we can't afford four light poles? Jesus, Seriously. Uh, it's all about living in a small town. It's John Mellencamp. Good morning, it's Triple M with Miles. 24 degrees in Hobart today, not bad, bit of rain in Savo. <laughs> it's John Mellencamp, the small town. This is Triple M's right about uh, 20 minutes away from eight. Thanks for the uh, text, uh, Brennan. I uh, uh, made mention here that uh, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of, uh, I-, I love this terminology, wheel killers in uh, Davy Street. Uh, lots of wheel killers, to be careful. Uh, wheel killers meaning potholes, <laughs> I suspect. <laughs> That's one of the best terms I've ever heard, mate. Well done. Thanks for that. Uh, yeah, you can text any time. 0488881073. Phone one triple three five three. I'm uh, about to have a chat here to someone that, uh, well, actually, let's get her on the line right now. It's um, my very good friend, the alderman uh, uh, that uh, that is really standing up for everybody in Claremont. I'm talking about Jan Dunsby. Hello, Jan. How are you going? I'm well, thank you, Miles. What a nice introduction. <laughs> hey, listen, when are we going to go dancing again? When we're allowed. Well, we, 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 we're allowed. You can come down, to the, <laughs> come down to the paddy wagon any time and come to a six o'clock rocker, right? Ah, good, good that you come out to Glenorchy and give us those opportunities. I love it, mate. I love coming out there. And, of course, when I do come out there, I go for a bit of a drive around my old suburb and I have a look about. And it was about, oh, I'd say a week ago, I did a bit of a road trip and I went past... Uh, the Claremont, uh, the ex Claremont Primary School in Cadbury Road, and it is getting worse and worse. Now, 
one of the reasons I'm going to talk to you about this this morning because you seem to be one of the only aldermen that seems to be doing anything about this at the moment, at least putting it in front of the people. What is its current situation? What, what's happening with it? Well, lots of people feel like you. They, they value that area and they hate to see the way that it has become. Yep. And um, earlier this year, there was a development application that went through and it's been approved for um, significant development there. And um, since that time, actually, the property has changed hands. So there hasn't been any building applications go through to council. So we're in status quo mode yet again. So nothing's Seri- actually Are happening. You, you're kidding me. Seriously. I'm sorry. <laughs> so the... the you know, the property is overgrown and, and it's really a worry there, but a council can't do anything about that until it, say, became a fire hazard. Uh, it's, it's private property. So nothing's happening. That's, that's the sad news okay. to hear. All right. now, but we it... hope that the owners may, may progress it, but let's wait and see. That's yeah, well, all we can do at the moment. I went onto the, uh, onto the Claremont uh, Windermere Facebook site and I had a look at that uh, yesterday and there was a lot of comment about this. And these are the people who live in that area and they say, this is talking turning into a bloody talk fest. That's all it is. It's a talk fest. I'm talking to you. I'm not talking about you uh, here. Yes, uh, I understand. So, it's just, you know, it's constant. It's, it's just not going anywhere. The thing is a disgrace. It's dangerous. Um, I, I Look, I'm not going to sit here and say for one minute that they ought to put a bulldozer through it um, because it's such a – what's left of it could be uh, salvaged. But I swear to God it's getting worse and worse and it is it's, – I, I just fear for what's going to happen to it. What's look, your thoughts mirror those of the general community. People were you know, very keen to see it developed and see things happening. We'd love to see a, a community of people move in there and, and enjoy the suburb that we live in out here. You know, mm. I'm a resident of Claremont as well, so I really love the area too. And everybody's passionate about it, and we just don't like to see an eyesore. So, you know, I, I feel people's pain, but, you know... It, this point in time, it's private property, and it's nothing that the council as such can do. So, so. what what about uh, the overgrowth? Can the uh, council do anything at all about that? I mean, you mentioned it a moment ago. I mean, is what are you, yes. your hands tied with that too? Uh, so yes, so you know, on behalf of the committee, I've obviously reported that to council, and um, until it becomes a fire hazard, you know, you can't enforce that. So they are aware, and they will be following up. But at the moment, it's what? just green overgrowth, like we've all got. Why does yeah. it? Why does it have to wait until it becomes a fire hazard? Well, it shouldn't. It should be up to the owners, but that's that's the protocol Jesus, that the seriously. council can act on. Yes. Okay. So, so the current state of play is we've got a building dis- disintegrating in a suburb. It's getting worse and worse. The ones that put in the development application are no longer involved. It's been uh, sold to someone else who hasn't put in a development application, and so the council has no idea what's going on with it. At all. Well, the, the development application is still current that was approved. The, so oh, the original one is that. still – that is still current, even though yes, – Yes, that doesn't change. Oh, you okay. Can, you can yeah. change hands and you can still do that. So um, that that's still there and current, but there's no building application. They haven't applied for the actual building application. So development is approved, God, but all, it, nothing for building. So in other words, you can do something there, but um, – <laughs> He's just got to come back with some sort of a plan, as to and and that original plan that uh, we saw in the in the in the paper some time ago about a whole lot of uh, uh, units and so forth that uh, went down like a lead balloon with many people, I believe. Yes, people were happy to see it, but you know there was a lot of um, um, 
proper, so over 300 units on there and, and the tall towers, I think people weren't happy to see that. Mm. But that's what was approved, so that's what we have to go with. It's, um, it met, met all the criteria that were put before the planning authority on that night, so that's in. It's in. That's yeah. what they've approved. It's, it's, a, it's oh. a wonder the government don't take it back over again and uh, put housing there. Frankly, I'm, I'm not suggesting that's it's the greatest idea, but what I'm getting at is that apparently we've got some sort of a problem with housing and they did own the site once. Um, I suppose at the end of the day, though, if that happens, we're going to have to knock down what's there and uh, we don't want to do that, do we? Well, that's it. But, you know, we've got lots of areas of, of public housing that have been approved over the last oh. um, 12, 18 months or so. There's lots of developments in, in um, Claremont and in Chigwell. So there's certainly lots of units that are yeah. coming on board for social housing. These were going to be private developed units. So, yeah, that's another target market as well. Um, people who aren't in social housing also looking for properties as well. So mm. it was good that it was going to be another arm of property available yeah. in the area. I guess I'm just throwing things in the air to just see something's got to be done with the site. But uh, clearly, based on this conversation with you, and you've been a big fighter for this for a long, long time, I want to thank you on behalf of the people in that area uh, for, for trying to get something done with it. We've hit a brick wall. Hit a brick wall with it yet again. Well, as I say, it's 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 private property at the moment, so you know people can do what they want with their own property um, until it becomes a hazard, and then the council can step. For instance, if the grass was dry and became a fire hazard, those sorts it looks of like a hazard now, though. That's the problem. Uh, I mean, it looks like a. Oh. I, I feel it. You know, I, obviously, I'm speaking to you. Know, my personal opinion. It's not, I'm not representing council no, at all, no, but no. there's nothing we can do. Yeah. Uh, from that particular situation. Uh, and and what the, I just want to make it clear too, it's uh, 14 to 8, and thanks for your time here, Jan, uh, that uh, yes, this is Claremont, but this could happen anywhere. This could happen anywhere around Hobart, anywhere around uh, southern Tasma, Tasmania in particular. Somebody can buy one of these buildings and just sit, sit there and let it rot. And uh, it's, um, just, it's a ridiculous set of circumstances that this can actually happen. I think, I don't know whether the, the law or the legislation's got to be changed, particularly when you've got something like that, which um, is going to attract all sorts of issues and all sorts of problems uh, whilst it sits there empty. And probably I'm not making it any, any better by drawing attention to it. But at the end of the day, uh, it looks bad enough when you, when you head around uh, Cadbury Road. When you actually get up to Cadbury's and you look at it from down on the Cadbury Road from the top, it's even worse. Anyway. Yes, yeah, no, the, 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 all, particularly all the mustard hut type buildings are very much destroyed. So the original building's still there. I mean, it is quite destroyed, but, you know, it still has some integrity. But the other buildings, of course, wouldn't be kept in a development as well. Alderman Jan Dunsby, uh, next time I see you, I'm going to buy you a drink and it'll be a soft drink. So that's all right. Oh, no. I think you're sounding like a politician yourself this morning, Miles. I might have to inspire you to a new career. No way. I would never <laughs> become a politician. Not even if I was paid a huge amount of money. At the moment, I've got a few friends and I want to keep the ones I've got. Well, no, no, come on. And in local government, I don't call myself a politician. I'm, I no. call myself a community advocate or an agitator. Well, How about that? Keep agitating. Keep agitating and uh, get back to us when you know if there's anything ever going to happen with the site out there. In the meantime, it's going to sit there and look disgusting. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm sorry my news wasn't wasn't what you wanted to hear. But, uh, maybe the new owners will put in some uh, new development. They may continue with the same one. If, any, if anything happens, I'll certainly let you know. Jan, thanks for your time. I'll uh, catch up with you very soon. All right, thanks, Mark. Okay. Bye. That's Alderman Jan Dunsby from Glenorchy City Council in relation to that mess, which we, uh, which we used to be a beautiful, beautiful old uh, Federation school in Claremont just sitting there in a complete mess and it looks like it's going to stay that way. 10 to 8, triple M.
And it's a commitment. It's one for Mustang Sally. It's uh, around about seven minutes away from eight uh, with Miles here this morning. In for the Spoon Man, Brian Kelton. Just going back over to the text 048881073. Uh, we've gone on to a different, uh, different topic here now, and that's uh, the state of, <laughs> state of the city. Uh, you know, overgrown grass and stuff like that. And I, oh, jeez, I tell you what, I'm angry about that Claremont Primary School thing. Just nothing. Nothing is going to happen with it now. Yeah, DA's in, all that sort of stuff. It's under new ownership. God knows when anything will happen. But uh, a little note here from Tracy. Thanks for your text, Tracy, Land Valley. Uh, she spent a week on the northwest coast. Uh, the towns are tidy. They're vibrant. They didn't see any long grass anywhere. It's uh, She is completely embarrassed. And uh, sometimes when you look around the city, um, it's supposed to be the jewel in the crown, not not even half. Around about 23 degrees in Hobart today. Mind you, over the next couple of days, oh, maybe some showers and rainy stuff this afternoon. Tomorrow, 19. And then on Friday, it gets us down to around about 14 degrees. Probably have snow around again. At the moment, uh, we're copping about 17 degrees. Nice, nice stuff. Yes. Well, Miles in here this morning, and I'm here for the Spoon Man. You can ring any time um, or text, uh, text 0488881073, telephone one triple three five three. I think we need to do this. Here we go. Yes. And I say a very good morning to Carly, who lives at Margate. G'day, Carly. How are you going? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. What's your plan today? Um, as far as my strategy or my plan for the day? <laughs> Actually, I'd like to know your strategy. Forget the I don't plan. I really have one. I'm just plucking you don't a couple have a of plan. numbers out. <laughs> listen, I'll tell you what, here's the plan that I would offer anyone. Listen, the longer you listen to this, the better it is. And get that play card from the Triple M website. Okay, so... Oh, believe me, I've been listening. Good. So in that case, uh, the confidence level has got to be fairly high for the two numbers that you, you're about to give me, right? Not for sure, but the luck of matching them up at this, you know, early stage when there's not many, you know, exposed, mm. you know what they are. Well, Rachel of Possum Bay did it yesterday. She took away one yeah. of the prizes. So well. I need to know now, Carly, what numbers you would like uh, me to, to, to open up. What, what presents? What would you like? I'll go with three and 18, thank you. Any reason or is it just a poke in the dark? Oh, I like eight and, yeah, I don't know. No, I just, I just feel like they're lucky numbers. All right. Let's just see how lucky yeah. they are. Here okay. is number three. $200 to spend at Kingston Locksmiths. Well, that's nice. Because it's not only a locksmith place, you can get gifts there too, right? So if that matches up... Yeah, but I don't think it does, because isn't number da-da-da the locksmith one, which means I haven't matched. <laughs> I think that's already been open, hasn't Carly, it? Carly, Carly, you, you, you're, destroying, you're, you're destroying oh, yourself before I even hit the thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, sorry. <laughs> okay, well, let's just see if you're right. You ready? Let's yeah. get excited. Here we go. Oh, yay. $200 to spend at Capri Body. Ah. Well, you were right. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> Look, I'm not laughing at time. you. I'm not laughing at you. What I'm saying is is this. You can have another crack because you didn't win anything, all right? Awesome. Thank you. In the meantime, Carly, go and download the play card uh, and listen for as long as you can because each day, each hour, this gets less and less and less and even better to win, all right? It does. Exciting stuff. Have a nice Christmas too, Carly, if we don't speak before. Okay, you too. See Thank you. you. Bye. Bye. Carly Margate. Uh, no luck. So that means that uh, Phil is going to have a crack at this after nine this morning and Vicky this afternoon. A chance to win something from the Triple M Virtual Christmas Tree. And uh, the key, the absolute key to this, the longer you listen, the more you listen, the better your chances of winning. So good luck with the Triple M and the boys of summer. Yeah.
I suppose today's summary enough, 23, but uh, wherever you happen to go, take an umbrella because later on this afternoon, some wet stuff shall come in. By the time we get through to um, Friday, it'll only be 14 degrees. I'm curious about what's going to happen on Sunday at a moment weather-wise. Not only am I curious, but I'm pretty sure that uh, this particular lady is too. Janine from the Collins of Isle Market. Good morning, Janine. How are you going? Good morning. I'm great. Janine, let me tell you, I've got some good news for you for Sunday, weather-wise. Ready for this? Sunday? Yeah. 20 degrees, a little bit cloudy, beautiful. How about that? Woohoo! Yeah, Last I seen it was 18, no, so that's even better. Now. Up to 20 now for the Collins Vale market. What a beautiful spot that is, Colin. I used to live in Collins Vale, did you realise that? Years oh, really? Ago. Yep. Uh, awesome. Church Road. Church Road, I think it is. Yep. Um, yep. I'll tell you a little story before you tell us about the market. Um, I rented a house there, and it was quite a few years ago, and I actually moved into the house on a Saturday. And uh, unpacked everything, did the whole thing. It was absolutely knackered. Went to bed, and I was woken up at, uh, I don't know what time it was, by guns going off. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell is this? I thought I, was, I thought I was back. I was back out of the trenches. You know what it was? Bloody gun club. <laughs> it was right behind me. On the, on my, I had nobody told me that the gun club was right on my boundary when I rented the house. It was kind of like the door oh, swung sorry. shut and they said nothing, but it didn't matter. I, I thought, oh, well, I'm in the country. i to put up with it. Pass me a rooster. As, as long as, yeah, as long as you're not a deer, you're right. <laughs> exactly right. But it was good. I loved it up there. Loved it. Now, tell us a little about um, yeah. the, the market on Sunday. Where is it? What's it all about for those who've never been? Okay. Well, we, we, um, we started up in May this year. Um, just basically the community up there had nowhere to meet and um, were suffering after COVID. Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, so it was partially for, for them to have a meeting place and, um, and just have somewhere to meet up with everyone again. Um, but we have um, this weekend we've got our biggest market so far. We've got 50 stalls. Um, and uh, we have a food hub outside uh, where we've got uh, food vans, um, some great food vans, donuts, ice cream. Um, we've got um, distilleries uh, with wine, um, with gin and rum. We've got um, Roslyn 1823 Winery. Wow. Um, there's fresh produce. Um, so we've got Hughes Farm with all their beautiful vegetables. And occasionally you um, have uh, live entertainment there too. I know my mates uh, play up there um, in yes. Silver Zephyr. They play from Silver time Zephyr. to time. Yeah. Are they yes, up there this yes. weekend? They are. They right. are. So yeah. they're, they're a resident band um, and they get everyone um, jigging around now the market. Fan. One so of the best duos in the state, guaranteed. guaranteed. They are. They are. They're absolutely awesome. So they really set the mood and the pace for the market. Yeah. Um, so everyone, everyone tends to come back saying, you know, that they just love coming to the market because the oh. atmosphere. And you can pick up something for Christmas too. It's only four weeks away, so you can pick up a, a goodie for that as well. Oh, definitely, definitely. And we've got um, quite a few unique stores that um, you won't find at other markets. Yep. Um, so uh, we've got some really fabulous artists. Um, with um, paintings and um, prints and all sorts of things there. We've got candles, um, kids' clothing, um, 
Yeah, the, you name it, it's there. And this is yeah. set up right uh, right on the oval. Is that is that right? Uh, you, you, no, 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 not different not place? on the oval. We're, okay. we're in the we're across from the oval in the memorial hall. Memorial hall. Okay, right. Yeah. So that's yeah, good that so I know that because uh, some would probably go straight to the oval. So it's in the memorial hall, and it's free to get in, yeah. and and it's yeah. and it's worth it. Well worth uh, yep. turning up. And out. we're dog dog friendly. We've got disability access, so it's the same same area as the oval. Um, so yeah, so hall and there were signs everywhere anyway. I suppose, presuming. Yeah, yeah. You just there's one road in, one road out. <laughs> I don't think you're going to get lost, <laughs> are you? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and you got a Facebook got... site and stuff like that, so anybody can go and have a look. Yep, yep. We've got um got a Facebook site, so um yep. Just look up Collins Market. Market, and we're on Instagram too. Janine, I hope you have a magnificent day. The weather's going to be great. Enjoy. And, of course, with the entertainment from uh, Silver Zephyr, that's going to be fantastic as well. And if we yep. don't speak before, have a lovely Christmas too, okay? Yeah, you too. Okay, Janine. Here to help anytime. Let us know when the next one's on. Thank you. Take- well, the next one is um, our last one. That's Christmas uh, on the 19th of December. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Uh, we we awesome. may even have a bit of a chat before that too. All right, take care okay. of yourself. See you great. Soon. Thank you. That's uh, Janine from the Collins of our market. Well worth going on Sunday. I'm going to run to you, Triple M. Uh, Miles here this morning till uh, nine, then uh, fills in Vicky later on this afternoon. Oh, by the way, we didn't get a win this morning for the uh, Triple M virtual Christmas tree, which uh, means there's just as many presents on there as there was yesterday, but from one. One is gone. One is gone. Let's uh, more about that after nine. I uh, want to have a bit of a chat to uh, to a bloke. Here. I've known this fellow for since uh, he was in nappies, I think. Uh, <laughs> Craig from Tea Tree. How are you, mate? You idiot, Miles. But I do love you. <laughs> no, we haven't haven't known each other that long. But thirty years from Freddie Mercury. Oh. Like, where did them years go, mate? Oh, they've just disappeared, mate. Look, oh, I've still got geez, a few grey just... hairs. How are you? Tra- how are you travelling? Yeah, yeah, we're going all right, mate. We're going all right. Look, just a bit of an unofficial heads up. Yep. Um, last year, I was involved with the um, South East Suns Girls Women's Football Club at, down the railway there. That did the, the, the um, truck convoy. Yep. For the um, the kids' ward of the hospital. Well, it's on again this year. It's wholly and solely done by us truckies and the, and the um, South East Suns. So no admin fees, no commission, no no money coming out. Whatever you hand over as a donation to the kids' ward of the hospital through us goes to the kids' ward of the hospital. We take nothing out. We give our time to wash our trucks, pay our fuel, give our time, because we're all parents. And there's little kids. I've had a couple of little little um, nieces go through sitting in their little boxes with the lids oh, on them with the yeah. pipes in them to keep them going so it's, it's a you know I get in trouble oh. for the way I explain things but when you've got a little kid in the box it can go either way and it's oh, I understand. They're, they're special people I understand that it, look mate. after them now for those I know exactly what you're talking about because I've seen photographs up on social media of the trucks and they look just absolutely stunning now for those who don't know much about this where does it run f- when's it on right, when, so when, when, where do they start from and how do, how right, do, Saturday, do you get involved Saturday it's a twilight run this year um, because it's not a truck show it's it's just simply a convoy we're raising money for the for the um, the kids ward so we are going to leave the um, industrial at Brighton around yeah, the hub gotcha so you know I, I can understand people want to see us but sort of that's like our area if you could sort of like keep away from that a little bit so we've got room to marshal because it is a public road yep uh, and we'll do the best we can to do everything all hunky-dory so we're going down the uh, up or down the brook, whichever way you see it, down to the roundabout and make a hell of a racket all the way around past the uh, the fountain roundabout there because the kids' water of the hospital can actually see us. Oh, that's bad, mate. And, um, yeah. 
lump in the throat bit, Miles, but last year we wouldn't have been on the bridge before I come across the radio from organisers that the kids had seen us. That's what it's all about, mate. That is what it's all about. What time? You said Twilight. So, so we're going to kick off should, at 5. We're be... going into Hobart. 5 p.m. We're coming back out at East Derwent Highway, yep. over the bridge out at East Derwent Highway, back out to um, to Bridgewater, to yep. the um, the highway, up the highway, the bypass to the tea tree off-ramp, and then back down Andrew Street in Brighton, so a lot and of then down to the Pontville. A lot of people yeah, will see the Pontville. Yeah. yeah, so there's plenty of places you can pull up and... and like stay safe and view, wave, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I would imagine there'll be people along the way that'll be rattling a tin and perhaps down at the footy oval at Pontville when we park up for a, a bit of a g'day, mate, how are you going? Yeah, um, sure, sure. I would imagine there'll be a tin shaker there too. Or you can do it online through the, the girls' footy club, through the South East Suns. Well, we're going to talk about this again before we get to the end of the week, mate, because I think that is just sensational. I knew it was coming. I didn't know it was this soon. So, uh, well, so we sort of yeah, run out. Everyone... We, we all run out of time, Miles. That's the yeah. thing. And, you know, you, you do a lot for community. I, you, you use the radio to do your bit. I do more in private. But it's just, this is about little kids. Mate, you're going to this go to you, you you All you blokes, will go, how many trucks are involved in this, by the way? Do you know? I, I don't know. I think we had oh, 50 or 60 or something last year, Miles. And oh, wow. I, as I said, I'm not running it this year. I, I give Rick Sutcliffe a bit of a hand last year because his daughter's one of the one of the, um, the, the footy players, as yep. it is. Yep. And, um you know, we're all working. I'm back home in the moment. Bloody fan belt broke on the truck, so I'm back home. I've got all the time in the world today. This is what happens in, in the world of trucking, you know. You head off the best laid plans. And Your fan belt's broken. My fan. I'm the my biggest fan and it broke. It's like, bloody hell. Craig, go and do what you've got to do. Thanks very much for your big heart, mate, Thanks everybody support, involved Miles. in this. Uh, anytime, anytime, buddy. And, uh, mate, look look after yourself. Have a wonderful day uh, on the weekend, and uh, we'll talk more hey, about this Would you like to come, Miles? Would you like to drive the Volvo? I'll, I'll pick you up a jiggle or say you can go past home. You can... We'll, we'll, I'll to, take you for a run. What happy, to, happy to be a passenger. I wouldn't drive one of those bloody things, though. I'll leave that to the no, experts. No, put L plates up, mate. Big L plates. L plates? Have you got plates that say idiot? Uh, because I'm more than happy to have one of those up. I'm, I'm a professional <laughs> idiot, so we, we just don't go that way. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Get off, mate. mate thanks. We'll soon. talk more. Thank you. Take care, buddy. See you, mate. Bye, buddy. That's Craig uh, from Brighton. He's a teacher, I should say. A lovely bloke, man, uh, getting involved in that. And I'll talk more about that as we get to and back in the day, Phil Bradley had a big mouth, didn't he? He did, yes. yes. So, you know, front end loader. Take the words right out of his mouth. Mind <laughs> you, he's, uh, this is Triple M, by the way. He, um, he is a lot thinner these days. He's, he's trimmed up. He's gone to a better paddock, yeah. so to speak. Well, I think his... the AFL grand final turned him off pies. I think it... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was an event. Oh, geez, now you're bringing it back. <laughs> what was going on that day? Uh, <laughs> who knows? Who'd know? Hey, what was going on with you earlier this morning? You couldn't remember Bryce's name. You're lucky to remember uh, your own name. Okay, okay. You all right? For those who don't realise that Bryce here is uh, Triple M uh, Spoonie's uh, producer, and uh, I couldn't, uh, seriously, I couldn't remember. Are you calling Bro- him Reese Bruce or Craig Bryce, or Reese. So I've come up with a plan. I know this is how I'm going to remember him from here on, right? He's, Bri- he's uh, Brian with an eye. Hang on, what was it? Bryce with an eye? <laughs> no, he's forgotten again. Bru- no, Bruce with an eye. Bruce with an I. Does that make any sense? <laughs> no. It does. He said. That's why you called me the work experience kid because you can't remember my he name. He came either. in and said, and it's, and it's Bruce with a Y. And I said, if it's Bruce, Bruce with a Y, then everybody's going to say why. Anyway, what do you got on after that? <laughs> Markets on again this week. We'll uh, update you on where that is. We've, of course, uh, delving into the uh, virtual Christmas tree. And can you believe it? 30 years today. Yes. 
and and you would have been similar like me. I, I was actually on on air um, up in New South Wales uh, when I heard the the, the moment that uh, Freddie Mercury passed away. Oh, mate, one of the greatest frontmen yeah. of all time, and uh, he's gone. But today, as we're mentioning this morning, we're going to celebrate his life with lots of songs, lots of memories about uh, this this bloke. We are who, uh, you know, he's flamboyant. But uh, that's, that's, you know, in something, uh, what do I hold it up here? But uh, that's what I think we miss these days. Those sort of front men and front women, the ones that really did make the band. I don't know. But anyway, that's my opinion. Uh, what was your name again? 